0: Welcome to The Opening Crack.
1: Ooh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that looks good. Oh dang. Oh, Oh, too much, too much. It's going to (laughs) spill. Get him up. And that's how we
2: start off episode one of The Opening Crack, is Phil almost overflowing a beer
1: on the table. Rule number one, tilt the glass.
0: I got excited, okay? (laughs) Give me a break, okay? I do know how to pour a beer, I promise. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that's it, debatable. It, it's time for the opening crack. <laughs> this is a sideshow to our normal D and D show that we typically do. Where in this show, we're gonna taste and rank some excellent beers. That'll do tonight. What are we drinking? Ooh, it's a good
2: one. Yes, sir. We are drinking Pseudo Sue uh, from Toppling Goliath Brewery out of Decor, Iowa. Uh, this beer is uh, described as a pale ale. So, uh, boys, let's uh, start off with our opening thoughts on this one.
1: This is a tasty one. It's it's fresh.
2: Yeah the the citra hops come through nice and bright. It almost gives it like a mangoy flavor.
0: Yeah, you definitely taste that citrus coming through. It's it's a nice bright flavor for sure. Absolutely. Thoughts on the thoughts on the can.
1: Oh, that that is my favorite part. Like it's got this purple and green dinosaur T Rex. Uh, does not look like Barney. For the record, <laughs> I would hope not. It's the same colors, but it's not Barney. Uh, but it's it's hard to mistake. You're going to notice it when you see a giant purple and green dinosaur on a can, for sure. Uh, so I
2: guess, guys, would this be a a brew that you would? Now that we've tasted it, would you would you order this in a bar somewhere?
0: I would. Yeah, this is something that I would drink. It fits my palate. It's a type of style of beer I would normally drink.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I think if, so we're drinking this out of a can. If this was on tap somewhere, mm. 100% yes. True.
2: I do I do think it'd be a little smoother out of a tap.
1: At a bar? I don't know that I would. I, I think I like this sitting at a home where you can focus on it a little bit more, um, depending on where you're drinking it, I would say, depending what type of bar or whatever. Uh, but here, it tastes great. Sure. So we
2: had to come up with this a uh, way to rate these beers, guys, and we we've connected this back to our D and D roots, uh, back to the Bards and barrels aspect of this, um, with a, a challenge rating. So challenge rating one beer would be like your cream ale, maybe even you know, like your your light domestic beers would fall into that that challenge rating one. <clears throat> at the other end your of the Your Intro to beer. Intro to beer, exactly. At the <laughs> at the opposite end of that is going to be like your double IPAs, your Imperial stouts, things like that. There are heavy beers, heavy hops, things like that. Uh let's let's go around the table. Where do we think this bad boy falls in there?
1: Ooh, that's a this is a tough one. Uh, I would put it like a challenge rating like 14 or 15 maybe. Uh, it's got a lot of hops to it, um, a lot of beer flavor to it with those hops um, that somebody just getting into beer is probably going to be overpowered. Uh, but if you like hops or if you're getting into the IPAs, this is a good one to be able to – it's not an IPA, but it's a good close neighbor to them.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree with Brad. I was thinking 14 14- – just as it was coming out of his mouth too, and I think that is probably where I would put this one in at. I think it's not overly complex, so it is a good kind of intro into IPAs, pale ales, because it's not going to like pound you with a whole bunch of different kind of hops. You're it's like a smoother a taste than it than is IPAs for sure. It's not bitey.
2: Yeah, uh, I can't really disagree with you guys. I, I would definitely rate it higher than a. 10 so if i so if i'm thinking like from the aspect of somebody who maybe doesn't drink craft beers or beers on the regular it's it's got to be up there in that 13 14 range for me personally i would probably rate this a 9 or a 10 like this it's it's hoppy enough that it i'm not going to go straight to it maybe but it but it's definitely one of those beers where it's it's super refreshing i think that's the best thing about it is like you drink it you're like oh this is nice this is a good like summer beer Yes, yes, that's a great way to put it. it. It it honestly remind the Citra Hops comes through for me as mango-y in, in, in a good way. Like, mango cart is too mango and too light, where sure. this is almost gives me that mango flavor, even though that's not what they're shooting for. Uh, but it hits the notes in a way that I'm like, yes, refreshing, summer,
1: bright. I want to go play some yard games and hold one of these in my hand. Yes, I would totally do that.
0: As long as you drink it fast enough, it doesn't get hot.
1: Oh, yeah. mm mm-hmm. But, I mean, so these do come in big cans. So they're what, 16 ounces? Yep, it's a pint. Yeah, yep. so larger cans than just like your regular 12 ounce cans. So be warned if you're drinking outside. Wear a koozie.
0: And I would say that uh, it's not going to knock on your ass either. It's only 5.8% ABV. So you, it is a beer that you could have a couple of and you would still be okay.
2: And I think some of that goes back to the it's not an IPA. Typically, your IPAs are going to be slightly higher ABVs than your pale ales. So I think I think it's you're absolutely right. And I think that plays to its advantage almost.
0: Did we hit on yet, guys? I know we talked about the name of the beer and brewery. Did we talk about where this is at?
2: I did. I mentioned that it was in Decorah, Iowa.
0: That's right. Okay,
2: it's uh, a pale ale, and it's a pale ale. Yeah. So I, I think we hit the main points. But uh, no reason we can't say that again. Shout out to Iowa. Do we, though?
0: <laughs> sorry, Iowa. Uh, but not sorry. We
2: still love you. It's okay.
0: But now that we've talked about places that are made up, what pub in Feiroum <laughs> would you oh.
2: Oh. Hey-o. find Hey-o. this beer? Sh- wow, shots at Iowa tonight. Man, oh, man. <laughs> um, I, I, For me, this, this is going to be in uh, a pub somewhere down around Candlekeep. It's going to be on the coast. Uh, where it's warm um the brewers at candle keep definitely have a hand in this maybe maybe the the t- the pub is uh called the sea winch or something like that like a like a port pub type place
1: i I'm picturing this more inland like if you're going along the southern side of Faerun and you're um, going along a bunch of hay fields and you run across this giant windmill off on the corner, it's been converted to a pub, and inside that pub they're making this one
0: and out back they're playing Cornhole Yeah, or Bags, in, in if you're room. from up bags. north Bags
2: I bags.
0: <laughs> guess we're just dumping on all kinds of states today huh? <laughs> we're sorry, we're sorry, sorry everyone. we can't go on tour sorry. <laughs> what about you, Phil? I was trying to decide where I would place this right now. And it's got to be further south. It can't be too far north because it doesn't feel like it's a wintry, cold type of beer. I would probably, ah, for some reason, I'm being led to like El Terrell. And maybe it's just because we've played there before. But I feel like this I can see it beer should be served in El Terrell. And then they're going to sidecar some off to Baldur's Gate because everything's that's in Baldur's you know, that's Gate. That's where you make the money. Everything's in Baldur's <laughs> Gate. But pub-wise... What's the
1: pub look like?
0: Well, I'm trying to decide how many holy symbols are in this pub. I feel like it's a church. (laughs) For sure, sure. right?
2: Mm. Some of the best ones are. Best breweries, that is. Tear? Do
0: you You feel like Tear would have... I think he enjoys a good drink on occasion. I feel like that would be acceptable, right? That could work. I
2: mean, he's got a drink because he's missing a hand, so you got to do something with the other hand. Or to get over the fact that you only have one hand.
0: There it is. The bloody stump.
2: <laughs> Say it, Brett. Say it. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> the bloody stump in El Toral is where they serve this. Okay, that's that's fair. Now hiring. I <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, let's let's us give our final yay or nay on this beer. What do you what are you thinking, guys?
0: I'd drink it again. I'll give it a yay.
2: Yeah, I I would too. I I, I think we the the Or we another? <laughs> well, if we had another one, I totally would. Dude. We drank them all up already. So so that's a. Uh, kudos out there to uh, Topling Goliath for creating a, a pretty solid brew. Uh, I will say if you if you do want to go check out uh, their website, you can hit them up at tgbrews.com uh, and see the other beers that they have. Uh, we were able to find this at our local Walmart. So uh, it's possible that if you're in the central part of the United States that you can find this pretty locally. If not, check out their their website. You can probably figure out where you can buy this.
0: And that's going to do it for this bonus episode. Stay tuned for more beer reviews in the future. You can check out our regular show, Bards and Barrels, anywhere podcasts can be found. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bards and Barrels. Until next time, may your dice be hot and your beer be cold.